0: welcome to the Cast with Martin and Matt. Hi, I'm Matt. How's it going? I'm doing well. Martin, how are you? Well, well. What you been up to this week?
1: Well, I've been struggling for like last six months trying to get MPD and uh, NCMPCPP. It's the worst name for a music player ever. Um, but I finally got to working this week. This week. Um, I'm, I'm my quest to Finally, stop paying each month for Spotify is finally here. That's what I've been doing.
0: I've, ne- oh, I've never heard of those.
1: Uh,
0: what is it? Streaming or is it?
1: No, they're just basically players for your own collection of music, but they're terminal-based. So MPD is a it stands for Music Player D- Daemon. It's a like a it's a music server. It plays in it runs in the background every time your system starts up. And Ncmpcpp. I only can say that because i have it written down in front of me uh <laughs> um that, that's like a, a console terminal based music player so uh, you know i'm a nerd so i you try to use everything in the in the in the terminal so that's what i've been doing it's a, um, you know it's fine well, i don't know it
0: sounds a bit elitist to me what's, what's, wrong, <laughs> with the G, what, yeah. what's wrong with the gui
1: well clementine or <laughs> uh, those are for noobs man come on <laughs> i'm gonna work on neil right next that's the email client in the terminal so
0: for oh, that's a bit too uh, high level for myself i'm quite happy with um, web-based um, emails
1: oh i can't stand uh, i can't stand webmates i i can't do it it just drives me nuts i have to have a client Anyways, what, you, what about you, Martin? What have you been up to? Um,
0: not a fat lot. It's been a bit, bit busy with work and whatnot. Um, but I took a bit of a uh, uh, movie from Last Pass, Last Pass even to Bitwarden. Mhm. Um, yeah. Um, Last Pass has got a lot of bells and whistles, and it automatically fills it out and stuff like that. Uh, Bitwarden I'd got because I've got a two-factor authentication key. So I thought I'd start using that instead of dealing with texts and whatnot and logging in for my Google mail, uh, my Google login whenever I need to check things like that. Uh, But yeah, Bitwarden seems okay. Uh, For the $10 a year, I mean, you can't really go wrong. Um, I mean, if you don't want the two-factor authentication, you just want the basic, you, you can just use it as is for free
1: yeah i got um, the free version i don't i probably should pay probably should get the two-factor but i haven't i haven't done that yet yeah.
0: i've been yeah, too busy messing fine. with
1: my elitist console terminal applications <laughs>
0: see it, it it sounds like he just needs some uh gui on the go <laughs> um let's have a look so if we go on to the news um contact you information this martin week,
1: contact information if we you don't can, have that we can't be contacted that means we don't exist
0: alright so let's go
1: right you can contact
0: us on twitter at linuxcast and matt can be contacted on at mtwb and myself martin can be contacted at martin twit, the number two and you as in y-o-u not as in you <laughs>
1: So, where have you been up
0: to this? Uh, sorry. Oh, are you going to cut some of this?
1: <laughs> no. Who cares? Oh, rubbish. No, right, so it's m- it? much more entertaining if it's, uh, you know... K- it's,
0: keep it's, the bloopers
1: in. It's natural, <laughs> man, yeah. I yeah, mean, it, Maybe someday it. we'll cut the bloopers, but, you know, what? You know, let, let, let them see how the sausage is made, as they say. Yeah, uh,
0: exactly. Well, you probably have more bloopers from me than actual show content. So, what new item you got this week,
1: Matt? <laughs> All right, so... Microsoft Edge has come to Linux now uh, about six months ago, Microsoft announced that it was leaving its own proprietary uh, browser magic behind and moving to a Chromium based web browser. And then surprisingly and shockingly, they decided that they would bring out that version of Microsoft Edge for Linux. And OMG, Ubuntu this week managed to get a a first look at it. And from everything everybody, uh, you know, has has been saying... It actually looks pretty good now i don't use chromium at all or chrome i'm a firefox guy um no i, I don't use a terminal based browser <laughs> <laughs> it's a, i looked into them they're not that great um Ooh, no. but um from everything everybody said the youtube videos i've watched the microsoft edge for linux looks it looks like chrome <laughs> i mean i have to say it's like why i mean it looks good it looks like chrome that's what i'm so confused about like why did they bother creating this and then just have it look exactly the same as chrome now i mean i I mean it has some different features um like the settings menu apparently looks different and has privacy um different privacy options and stuff um but for the most part it looks like chrome and other than though that privacy stuff i'm not exactly sure why you'd want to use that instead of You know Firefox, because Firefox has even more privacy options. Or Brave, even if you if you had to use a Chromium-based, why not use Brave, right? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I'm I'm just I'm confused as to why this exists on Linux. I mean, Microsoft supposedly hates Linux. I mean, they don't hate Linux anymore, but uh, it just seems like a waste of their developers' time to me. That's my opinion on it.
0: I mean, obviously uh, throwing a bone or something like that. I mean, there is um, the vast a, a very small minority of websites that people may well be able to use that that that, that do does work to, um, correctly on edge but I've done exactly what you've you've done oh, just to save install it I've just watched some um, YouTube videos uh, performance is about the same as chromium chromium maybe comes out a, a, a bit a couple of milliseconds ahead on certain things but yeah i mean i take it or leave it The choice is yours but what does every windows user first do they open up edge they download chromium firefox and they can't delete it (laughs) but that's what everyone ever really that i've ever come across ever use edge for is to actually download the actual browser of their choice but we'll see some people are looking forward to it and using it but we've got that much choice in web browsers or yeah but well, I, I think each three own
1: well i mean i'm not, I'm not saying that it, sh- I mean, it shouldn't exist i'm just saying that a lot of people yeah, are yeah. looking at this as a like a precursor to microsoft bringing their other software to linux like you know microsoft word and all the rest That's of the office suite have... stuff like yeah i don't even you know
0: oh, i can't I mean, see that happening
1: i mean it'd be cool if it did but i don't think it's gonna I mean, because they did—they did bring teams over last year, yeah. and and now they have this. So I mean, maybe, but it just seems that they did bring it to Mac, and nobody—I mean, but more people use Mac than than use Linux. So, I mean, it doesn't seem like something they do. So I—I I don't think that this is the harbinger of Microsoft software we expect it to be. Um, and it'd be different. It's a it start. Like, yeah, so, yeah. It'd be different if it wasn't so. running on Chromium. Everything runs on Chromium, right? So I mean, it's, yeah, it would be cool if they'd, they'd forked Firefox. You know, I mean that that'd be more interesting because there's not a lot of great forks of Firefox out there. Um, so I mean that would have been more cool. That would have been more interesting to me. Uh, anyways, what about your link?
0: Um, yeah, I'm going for a, an OS. It's called um, Scepter OS. Um, I will just on Distro Watch for what um, it's worth when you, you sort, sort through the page rankings and whatnot. Um, I just noticed it's um, trending recently. I mean, it's uh, it's basically for your tour, tour anonymity uh, with KDE. So it's a nice looking um, little distro. Um, I've only messed about with it. I, I was able to get onto stuff that's blocked from my home um i mean i've got web safe so i can't go into any gambling or any sites like that i just tried the gambling no, nothing else major hmm. um but it got me through so if if you just want to keep a usb to the side um just to stop getting tracked if you're looking for certain things online cars or whatever or you're shopping it seems fine um it's nice looking um relatively lightweight um doesn't come with a lot, but you can also always in, in, install what you want. But all worked out of the box where I used it for. Um, seems okay. So if anyone's looking for a, some sort of tour alternative to Tails or things like that, um, you may want to give this a,
1: a try. With the um, nice looking KDE support. Yeah, it, looked good. it looked good based on Debian stable. Um, mm-hmm. I've never had success since installing Debian before. I've never—I I mean, I've only tried once. So, but we'll uh, maybe I'll well, give this I a try. To... What well, Debian? Yeah, it's based on Debian stable. Yeah, yeah. So You'll be using apt a lot. All right, let's yeah. get to our main topic. This is your topic this week, Martin. So why don't you explain to us what the main topic of this week is?
0: All right, so it's elitism. Is there a danger of the penguin master race? I mean, we've all heard of the PC master race. Um, I mean, I think well, there's no two ways about it. The elephant in the room that there is elitism in Linux because you have to be quite computer to actually go down the route of installing uh, Linux. Um, it isn't a case of it. it well, it obviously is coming pre installed now, but people have to burn the distro. They've got to log out of uh, disable fast boot on Windows. They've got to press escape, F2, F10, delete, whatever, get into the BIOS, change the settings, um, and start up Linux and go through that. So, I mean, you've got to, you have got a big computer to use Linux. Um, and, and I do think that the vast majority majority of us are are tinkerers and tatters that actually love um having the system exactly how they want um i mean in terms of elitism obviously there's your your power users and things like that and and your noobs and and various things like that it's just i'm not i don't want to say it's not noob friendly but you do have to do a lot of digging for certain things And you might well pull a web page up from 2010 and you're just scratching your head and you could go to the forums obviously and try and find someone with the same problem or if you're unfortunate enough to actually ask a new question you're going to get the read the f in manual or haven't you tried top right there's a search button type in your query but certain bespoke things that you may actually Look for that are not coming up on your search criteria. I mean, I did a, a search for something before, couldn't get anything, so I, I dropped it in the chat and someone came back to me quite quickly. But it, it was like, oh, if you checked out the so and so and had a look here, you'd have saw this. And i like got back and says oh yeah thanks i did do a search couldn't see anything but for other people that's searching for the same thing here's a link below and i just saw and i saw this before with different ones i search. if the moderators why can't i just say oh yeah it's quite easily searchable please see the link down below so people can click it and i mean i checked my um query a couple of days after and it was like 60 people that had hit it so it wasn't a case of it it was a noob noob someone had actively searched for this question and got the answer i just think it, it, little things like that, that and i think people used to linux actually forget exactly what it is like when you do start terminal can be scary i mean it's, it can be a cinch if you've got the right instructions you're only copying and pasting unless it <coughs> From a reputable site, you don't start copying and pasting any old scripts.
1: Um, I mean, what, what do you think from your side? How, how long have you been using Linux? So I've been using it full time since 2017. Um, but you're right. Um, you're right. Sometimes, Martin, I think uh, I think that it really depends on what community you're in. So like the Arch community is notorious for read the read the effing manual. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, you go to their Arch. You know, you write the forums or the uh, the um, Reddit or whatever, and you know they're going to point you towards the Arch ArchWiki. The ArchWiki is great. I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic resource, but it's not written in language that's you know understandable by someone who's never used a computer. For like, you know, my mother could go to the ArchWiki and like, what the what does that mean, right? You know, it's not gonna she's not gonna know what you know it is. Um, but I think other communities are much more you know, quote-unquote noob-friendly. So like Ubuntu community is much more noob-friendly. They will tell you to do yeah. your searching first, but um, I think because they attract more new Linux users, uh, they're more uh, interested in helping people, even if it's a obvious question. Um, but because basically, the Linux world or whatever is based on two main uh you know for for the desktop anyway it feels like the vast majority of people are either using something that's based on ubuntu either ubuntu itself or mint or or whatever um or they're using something that's based on arch and i think those communities are really kind of opposites of each other in terms of noob friendliness now i mean obviously there's uh then you get into the whole red hat and CentOS and OpenSUSE communities and stuff and that and they're they could be very prickly too. Like um OpenSUSE does a really good job with their community. I've 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 experienced, but if you try to get into like uh the like Fedora or whatever some of that some of their support is not all that great either. Um but I think it really depends on both the community and which question is I mean cuz I mean some people ask questions that are for I mean very simple but i think all i mean because you, you're talking about how hard it is to get into linux and for like a, a new user and um uh w- way back when ricky was helping me do this podcast we talked about one of the things that was kind of preventing linux from going mainstream and one of the things we talked about was uh having to go through and um you know burn burn an iso and getting into your you know legacy bios and all that stuff. And that, I mean, that's yeah. the, the biggest hurdle, right. And finding information on how to get past like, like formatting your disk, you know, GDR, MBR, whatever, you know, because windows requires one and Linux requires another and, um, it can go on the other. And it's very, it's all very confusing. And it's not easy when any Joe Schmo can go on the internet and publish a blog on how to, and they might not know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, you, know, you know, it's the yeah. it's the PPA problem. Like in Ubuntu, you get uh, your PPAs or whatever, and they might be out of date. So you know, f- by years and years, um, so you might get online and find instructions that no longer apply to Ubuntu or Arch or whatever. They're from ten or fifteen years ago. You know, so it's 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 a huge problem. Um, I'm not sh- I'm not sure about the elitism thing, though, because, I mean, are there Linux? Really? Linux el- is, is the problem of people wanting or not interested in helping new users really elitism, or is it just, uh, I, I don't know, stubbornness no. or uh, 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 disinterest in having new users at all? I don't know. It's, it's something. yeah. I mean, it's like when, I don't know, when some drama happens,
0: whether it's um, Mint not having snaps pre-installs and and things like that. At the the end of the day, um, it's down to the developer, things like that. Um, I mean, obviously people get tribal, um, but at the end of the day, Linux is there for choice. I mean, you've got, you could sit there for four hours and just tat about with the amount of stuff that that's available to you it's, it's just what I do enjoy about Linux is it, the amount of stuff that you literally can do and like, oh, look I've, I've done that or I've changed this so I've changed my desktop environment things like that but with the, yeah, the elitism I mean with the PC master race I mean they just think that they're better than everyone else and obviously there are parts of that to to every software look at apple your apple people things like that but yeah uh, there is elitism for sure definitely but as there is with everything else i just think um i mean there's got to be really at the end of the day there's gotta be someone that's a lot better at linux than the next guy um, I just from like a, a new user coming in it's like you know, maybe a bit more helpful like you say the arch wiki um, may well be difficult for your average person to read through because you you pick up information day by day week by week um, but like as opposed to oh here you go just just start them on arch and things like that but it's like okay so well no if you're going to start anywhere ubuntu i mean ubuntu was brilliant years and years ago because you you actually had a cd with your magazine that was free or something like that with ubuntu in so you could just get started read the information and 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 try this new operating system
1: it's like an aol disk back from the day <laughs> oh i found one of those the other day when i was in the loft <laughs> i i have i have a book in my view right now i can see the book it's like three feet away from me it's on ubuntu 8 8.10 i think and it still has the cd in it <laughs> so and i also can see uh, a uh, a certification thing for red hat linux uh, i'm not sure which Red Hat it is, but that also has the CD in it. I don't know why I keep these books, but I still have them. (laughs) That's that's how long I've been interested in Linux. Those those things are really old. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, But I I, I have a bone to pick with this Linux elitism thing, Martin. Mm -hmm. Linux Linux is better (laughs) than (laughs) Windows. It is, just is. Uh, I, I don't... It can be argued that you can do more on Windows than you can on Linux. It can be proven that you can do more on Windows than you can on Linux for the most part. Um, I don't necessarily think that that's the right way to look at it because you can pretty much do everything on Linux that you can do on Windows. You just have to do it differently, right? Um, yeah. But I think anybody who actually gets in and starts learning about Linux and using it and adapting their their workflow to actually – like, um, once you've moved off and away from Adobe products and learn how to use GIMP and Inkscape and all and Caden Live and all that stuff, you you, you adapt um, and you may miss some certain features from those products. But you also then when maybe you you are like me and you log back into Windows and it starts doing crap that you're <laughs> that you forgot how annoying Windows can be. Um, i think that's the it's 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 hard to it's kind of a um i, I don't know what the word to describe it it's a an overall sense that linux is better in, in so many different ways but i mean linux has its own problems too i suppose so it's hard to argue <laughs> it's just really hard i've talked myself out of the argument that linux is better but um i think that linux is is way better but does linux i guess the, the question i want to ask is does linux elitism i mean say i agree with you that linux elitism is there does it hurt anything i mean because obviously it hurts that noobs can't get the help they want but then they do you think that they're they're scared away from linux altogether or they just try a different distro and find help elsewhere
0: yeah i think a good introduction i mean there's plenty of uh, videos out there on YouTube. Uh, just a right introduction from the right people um, to get started on it, things like that. I mean, there's no bones about it. Linux is is far better than Windows in, resource, in resources uh, and the way that you can stick it on a laptop from 10, 12 years ago. It, even can, longer. Some you of can them.
1: update whenever you want to update. That's my favorite part about Linux. <laughs>
0: the, well, uh, yeah, you could uh, just let it update while you're actually working on it um i think about it the other day actually i was thinking yeah games catching up now getting a lot better go down the proton route if you want that's fine and i thought one thing that windows has got over linux is the printer drivers
1: <laughs> you've had I problems linux, with linux you've had I problems think with think users have,
0: yeah i think linux users have a lot of problems with printer drivers i think it's i haven't print. got one it's set a... up yet um and i've saw a couple of things as I'm, I'm trailing through i think brother's about your best bet to have some decent linux support but I they're not going to cater to the majority
1: aren't they i have an epson and it's wireless and it works fine i've never had wow. any problems with it um no it doesn't have full functionality like i can't go through and use the, the scanner wireless the scanner or whatever. yeah um so i'd have to win- do to go to windows on that but I mean, who scans anything nowadays? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I just, I, I, The funny thing is, I have had to scan something because I say, I say, who scans something? But I had to scan something like, I don't know, four or five months ago. So I had to go into Windows. Um. So I mean, I guess you're right, the the printer things. But I mean, I think. Do people really print that often? I mean, is that really? I mean, I, I think if you're looking at the the biggest hurdles to get into Linux. Uh you're looking at installing it to begin with you know getting past the iso and getting into the, you know the boot menu and all that stuff because i mean every computer is different how, i mean how do you get into your the boot menu on your computer you, you know maybe it's f twelve maybe it's escape maybe it's f one maybe it's g sure. e, maybe it's r it it you know it could be <laughs> any of those things depending on what computer you have and you have to you have to be deliberately interested, I mean, really interested in installing Linux in order to go get on Google search for your specific model of computer and find out how to do that. And it's the same yeah. way with, you know, um, you know, learning how to use a package management. So, you know, if you're in Ubuntu, you have to learn how to use APT, or you have to u- learn how to use their, um, you know, their, their software things. You have to learn how to use snap. You have to, whatever. If you're on Arch, you have to use, learn how to use AUR. I think the thing about Linux that, It really differs the Linux user base from the Windows user base is that Windows users can just go on there and things just for the most part work. And when something goes wrong, they either throw their computer in the trash or they take it to the geek squad, you know, or (laughs) whatever. Um, If you're on Linux, you start off with the idea in your head that you have to learn. You have to think and you have to be willing to go out and search for the answer. Um, and if you're not willing to do that, I think, I think that that's really what leads to a lot of the whole read the fucking manual thing is because every Linux user has to be willing to go out and learn on their own. And they, if they don't have that willingness to learn, uh, and find out the answers on their own, they're going to encounter the problems of asking stupid questions, um, or noob questions, excuse me, not stupid questions, noob questions, um, and uh, that's where they're gonna encounter that wall of, hey, you want to, This is this answer is like really readily available on Google, because um, I mean, in my experience, I mean, remember, I'm much more removed from being a noob than you know other people. Um, but in my experience, I've, um, you know, I've come across some of the, you know, you know, go read the manual thing. I mean, everybody has. But, I mean, for the most part, if I've actually asked a really good question and I haven't, you know, and there really isn't an answer on the Internet, most for the most part, I haven't seen the, you know, pushback of not being able to answer. I've gotten, for the most part, I get my answer to this question. Now, Arco, what I use for my daily distro, the guy who runs it, he's the most unhelpful person in the history of the universe when it comes to, to, <laughs> to support um, because he makes YouTube videos on every little feature, and he's made like 1700 videos on his distro and that's like i mean that's like really impressive right but when you ask a question on their telegram or whatever he goes go find the video like dude you've made 1700 videos and youtube searches about the most trash you've ever seen in your life how am i supposed to find the vid the specific video on the one problem i'm having it's the uh i don't know so yeah are we ready for the apps now? Or you got anything more to say about the Linux elitism?
0: Martin. No, I mean, I'll definitely agree that once you actually dive in and you go over the hurdles and things like that, um, Internet's a wonderful place a bit of Google foo. Um, once you've showed the interest and you're actually on board with it all and you've got used to using different packages and whichever one fits the way you like, I mean yes some of them aren't very good looking but they're all improving and, and getting better and better i mean there's some absolute brilliant apps on linux that you just wouldn't find on windows without reading every single thing bet- be careful what to click in case you've got chrome installed with god knows how many web pages that it keeps booting you in there's never anything like that on linux which is absolutely superb but yeah it's just a good little topic to t- chat about i think mm-hmm. uh, but at, at the end of the day there's there's hierarchies in, in everywhere tribalism everywhere but yeah. Oh, definitely. It, it's it's
1: it's always what I use is the best and what you use is the worst. That's the way humans are. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, look, well, look yeah. At, look at um look at um automobiles. Like so. I mean, I I don't. You know, there are Ford people and there are Chevy people. And if you drive a Chevy, Fords suck. If you drive a Ford, Chevys suck. I mean, it's just the way people. I mean, other than saying, you know, I bought a Ford because it was Cheaper than a Chevrolet or whatever. I mean, people aren't really honest about that kind of thing. Like, I, maybe I just use Linux because I don't want to pay for, for Windows uh, license fees, you know? I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. that's one possible reason that you use Linux, and then you have no elitism right whatsoever. You're just a cheap person, you know? Yeah, Anyways. why not? Yeah. Apps of the week, Martin. Why don't you go first? Yep. Uh, so, my app for this week, um, I've got it from
0: Jason from Linux for Everyone. Um, I'll leave a link below um, so you can check out his um, YouTube video to actually um, see it up and running. But it's called Edex UI, and it's basically uh, opens up in a command, a terminal. So you've got a lovely groovy terminal. Um, If you've got a touch screen even better because you've got all your letters down there you've got various information um i myself have added like the the matrix thing to it so i'm full-on hacker so i've got that scrolling through it but it's a really nice thing to have i mean especially if you've got a second screen you could just have that running in the background it's got all your um, system resources various information It, it it just really is super neat um You can actually watch um, a a film in ASCII art on it that Jason's popped on his video. So, um, yeah, check that out, definitely.
1: It looks cool. I haven't had a chance to download it yet because I just got to the link today, but it looks really nice. Um, So mine is a command line program, uh, you know, because elitism.
0: Uh, well if you have to do everything in the command line that's that's fine
1: (laughs) i like doing things in the command line i can't explain why it gives me my my nerd cred okay i got the badge it says i'm a nerd so i gotta use it i mean if i don't use the command line i'm not a nerd and therefore the end of the world anyways mine is something called y kit so um wikipedia is a thing that people use uh, <laughs> it's not the best thing in the world because there's a lot of misinformation on it and stuff like that, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, if you if you find yourself visiting Wikipedia a lot, but you don't actually want to use a browser like a normal person, you could be a nerd and get, use Wykit. It's basically a command line tool for searching and getting brief snippets from uh, Wikipedia. Now, one of the reasons why I like it is because you can build it into your... App launcher. So if you if you use Dmenu or Rofi or something like that, or if you're a programmer, you could probably implement this into something else like um, Albert or Alfred or whatever it is. Um, and you just you know, do a brief search, and it just shows you the summary. So it's kind of brings up like you know when you go on Google and you um, search for something, and often to the right, there's a little card that shows you a little blurb from Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. That's basically what this does, only it's in your terminal, and you don't have to give Google any of your information. It's just, you know, it just gives you a small little bit from, usually the first part of a Wikipedia article, and that's it. It's very simple. Um, I'm. It doesn't say what it's written in. I'm not sure. Oh, JavaScript is what it's written in, so, you know, take that way it is, but it's, you know, it's really cool i I don't use it that often but it's uh it's just something that i have installed on my computer and it you know it works yeah of course
0: and easy i guess yeah
1: so that's uh that's mine um you know i feel like martin i stole the hosting duties away from you
0: no no i need i need steering definitely (laughs)
1: Like, (laughs) like, like you started out and then i just you know I'm just so used to being the man in charge, I decided to take it off. So that is a. I'm just gonna go ahead and close it out because I'm. I'm if I'm gonna thieve it away, I might as well just you know steal well, it all together. <laughs> if you want to, all the contact information was covered at uh, the beginning of the show uh, at the LinuxCast on Twitter. Make sure you you remember the because it, we we don't have at LinuxCast. It's the LinuxCast. We have it wrong with the docs. We have it. Have to change that um uh, if, if you want to make sure you subscribe to us on youtube We i have been putting up some uh linux videos over there about two or three a week um mostly just nonsense videos they're kind of horrible but if you want to see the horribleness of my youtube video career go ahead and hop on over there and subs- give us a subscribe make sure you subscribe on all of our uh podcast feeds or whatever, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those things. And you can find all of those links at thelinuxcast.org. And uh, coming up next week, what is our topic next week? I've forgotten. Our next week is, oh, Linux permissions. We're going to talk about Linux permissions and how terrible, terrible they are. So we talked about the the, uh, barriers to entrance on Linux. One of the things... I've been using Linux since 2017 full-time, and I still... Suck Linux permissions. So we're going to talk about that uh, in detail next week. So uh, we'll see you then. Right, looking forward to it. See you later, guys.